Hello, this is Anthony Seitzma, and this is Meet an African Pastor podcast. This is actually our first episode. We really want uh, North Americans to be able to hear from pastors in Africa, to hear about their experiences, about their ministry, and what they can learn from the African church. Here I'm with Pastor Eyadu Moses. He gets to be our first uh, participant on this podcast, and I'm excited to hear from him. Moses, can you tell us about yourself? Tell us about your family, where you're from. Okay, I am uh, a Ugandan, and uh, I'm now 40 years. I'm married to one wife, and God has blessed me with the three children. Thank you. And uh, you're a pastor. Tell us about your church. Where do you pastor right now? I am a Pastor Pentecostal Assemblies of God, Soroti, a church in Otichopi. And how long have you been a pastor there? I began pastoral work in 2016. Okay. Yes. And how, what, tell us a bit about how you became a pastor there. What was the, the process for becoming a pastor <laughs> there? <laughs> okay. Um, at the first when I when uh, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, in a church I had been a church cleaner. From a church cleaner, then I became a choir member. Choir member, then I joined evangelism. We went to conduct evangelism in a particular village, Nigueri. Mm-hmm. Then there we opened a church, and a team endorsed that I remain to take care of that church. Okay. Yes. And from that time now, the talent that you give now grew in me. Mm. Yes. So then in a church where I am now, I've been a cell group leader. From a cell group leader, then I became a, I was given a grace to serve as a youth leader, a youth leader, assistant pastor, assistant pastor, now full pastor. Okay. Yes. Now, um, where I come from, often we have to go to Bible school before they let us become a pastor. But it sounds like you received training as you were involved in ministry. Yes, yes. Did you have other formal training as well? Yeah, I got also some other trainings besides uh, uh, Bible college. Uh, For example, uh, Timothy leadership training, which has helped me so much. And then also I got other trainings with other groups. Yes. And you, you did go to a Bible college as well? Yeah, I went to a Bible college. That was after you had already become a pastor? Yes. Okay. Yes. So how did the church handle you leaving to go to Bible school? Oh, you went. Yeah, by then the church was struggling, so they couldn't support much. But otherwise they contributed some a half. Mm. A half. So like when I was doing my certificate, they contributed a half eh, mm. of my tuition. Then when I went for a diploma, uh, I was sponsored by someone. So now the church helped me to take care of my daily life. Eh? Mm. Yes. Was there someone that was pastoring the church while you were away? Yes, there was a pastor which was deployed from assembly. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to get to know you a little bit, but uh, we have some more questions uh, just to hear more about your life and your ministry. Mm. Um, 
first, just for fun, uh, tell us about your favorite book of the Bible and why it's your favorite book. <laughs> Good. My favorite, my favorite book in the Bible is um, John chapter 3, verse 16. Mm. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. Good. Um, tell us more about your, your ministry as a pastor. What do you do from day to day? Mm, as a pastor, I do a lot. There are a lot of counseling, a lot of visitation, uh, there are a lot of uh, no, daily activities like, a, like prayer programs, mm -hmm. which we always conduct in church. It's, a, it's only that in this season that we are in a lockdown. Yeah. But if there would have been no lockdown, then I would be always busy. But even right now, that the churches, uh, people pray at home. Eh? Mm. So there is a lot of work to move from home to home, uh, to see how the services are conducted at the homes, and also have to try to sketch someone's, eh? mm. someone's sketch. And I distribute to each family, I, pr I type, I print, and I send to each family so that those who are stuck, who are not able to, 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 to make a sermon, mm. they have something to study, a layout of the verses. And that is what I always do to mm. each family in church. That's a very interesting idea for the lockdown. Mm. So is it that uh, one of the family members is preaching to the rest of the family or they just discuss those ideas together yeah yeah one one family member will will preach okay yeah like this sunday then next sunday they can agree by themselves but also some there are some families which i always go and visit like for me i don't spend much time to pray in my family mm. for me i spend more time to pray with members at their families now yes so are they appreciating that those sermon sketches that you give them? They appreciate a lot immediately. These ones are finished. They call or they come and check. Pastor, we want another one. The other one is finished. Okay. So they always call and come and find out where is another new sermon list. Okay. Now, um, you said that before the lockdown, it's like you have a church program every day, almost? Yeah, almost. So that makes me wonder, are you a pastor full-time or do you have other work that you need to do to support your family? Yeah, I'm a pastor full-time, but also I have to program myself that I do something to help my family. Yes. What is it that you do besides For me, pastoring? I do brick molding. Okay. Yeah, I mold the bricks, I burn, and I sell. Maybe for the people who are listening, they may not know what exactly that looks like. Can you give us in just one or two minutes, what, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> what is the process of making those bricks? <laughs> okay, a process of making those bricks is that we have land around the swamp, mm -hmm. which have good clay. Okay. That clay, we go and dig the clay. After digging, then we mix it with the water till it gets a good starch. 
Mm. And then we f- we get a molding box eh? mm. that we can fix that clay with a good shape of at the right angles, uh, measuring four inch by five by four inch by six inch by four inch, four six by nine. Eh? Yes, that is a brick which they always which everyone almost uses for building here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. After molding, after molding, and then we leave it to dry. After drying, we build as we, we build a big one, like ten thousand bricks. We build it together, and then now burning the process of burning those bricks, we we transport firewood, yeah? mm-hmm. and then the boys will have to set a fire under this building the bricks mm-hmm. till all these bricks, the white. Clay will change to become fully red. Okay. The red one is now a red one. Mm. When after burning, and then now I sell. Okay. And I get money to support them in the, the family. So that's very good. Thank you for the hard work you're doing. <laughs> Amen. How do how do the the Christians at your church view that? Do they do they appreciate that you're also working with your hands to do something besides the support that they give you? Yes, they appreciate. They appreciate so much, and even some of the some of them buy bricks from me. Mm. Most of them want to build; they just get bricks from me. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they appreciate so much, and it's one way I encourage the youth also to do something. So your your work is setting an example. Yes, for other people to also work. Yes, and most of them there is there, there even others which have also recruited some of the Christian in church. I've also encouraged them, you also come and make bricks from here, instead of being idle. Okay. Mm. That's very interesting. Thank you for sharing about that. Yeah. Um, let me jump to a different topic. Why don't you share about your your marriage, about your wife. Is she also involved in ministry with you, or is she taking care of the, the issues at home and you do most of the ministry by yourself? Um, yeah, she's on, involved in ministry, only that she does is not in a, a position, in such a position we like of a pastress. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's involved in a ministry like a women ministry. She's in a committee for women ministry. Mm-hmm. She's not a women leader, but mm-hmm. she's in that committee. Then she also works with marriage. Mm-hmm. And then um, she's gifted. Mm. She's gifted on a service, giving service in a church, mm. like uh, the issue of a kitchen. Okay. Actually, at the times if she not if she is not there, she is a consultant. Mm. Most of the members, the women come and consult her. Mama, come and guide us here. Want to prepare meal, just like that. Okay. Yeah, because she is gifted there, so she's also involved it sounds like you're really good at knowing the gifts of your wife which makes me very happy (laughs) yes that is it but on the other side are there any ways that uh being a pastor brings challenges to the family to your to your family or to your marriage please is is there any way that because you are a pastor Mm. there's some extra challenges with your family or your marriage the pressures of being a pastor uh as being a pastor, the challenge, challenges which I've encountered. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are challenges. There are challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to share any of them with us? Yeah, there's no problem. I will share. Uh, first, uh, one of the challenges we always meet as pastors, eh? 
is to have enough time for home issues. Mm. Yeah, even the project I'm talking about, at the times if you don't plan well, you find you make bricks and the rain spoils. Oh. You make because you are you are engaged in a program maybe for four three days. Eh? Yeah. So, so at the times we don't get enough time to attend to family issues. When there's a pressure in church and there's a pressure also at the home, we tend to leave a pressure in home. We attend a pressure in church. Okay. <laughs> you see. Yeah. But good enough, our women understand us. Yeah, that's one. Then two, a church demands a lot. Demands in church are more than what a church can give to mm. a pastor. Yes. Okay. So it's a challenge. Um, but also the other challenge is that um, like a, especially now in this season that eh, there's a lockdown. It's a bit heavy to reach to every family. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, You've talked about the challenges. We appreciate that. It's good to know those challenges. But what do you really enjoy about being a pastor? What what gives you joy during the week as a pastor? <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, this is interesting. It's one of the is a minister which I think I will not regret mm. because from the time I came into the ministry, the Lord had been with me. Mm. And if I would tell you, there's no any other leadership position which I've ever taken in a church when the Lord has, has not spoken to me. Mm. Yes. When I joined, when I was appointed to be a cell group leader, the Lord spoke to me. Mm. Eh? So I think three days back, when I had not had any rumor, then I was called one day by a pastor and he told me, Moses, you have been appointed to be a cell group leader of a singer cell. Mm. It confirmed the dream. Mm. Then when I served for some short time, then the Lord has told me. By then I was planning to go back to the village. Mm. Then the Lord told me, you are going to be a youth leader. And I was thinking, a youth leader where? In the town where I, I am, oh, in the village. Mm. Because I'd made my mind to go back to the village. It, it took like one week or more. And I, the pastor told, called me and told me, a committee has appointed you to serve as a youth leader. Even the recent portion that I'm a pastor mm -hmm. towards the Lord. So my, it had been a blessing to me that from the time the Lord appointed me, there's nothing which happens to my life, even to my family, at the times before something happens, the Lord speaks. Mm. The Lord speaks. So when it happens, we don't quake. Eh? Mm. We don't quake a lot because we, we were... We were aware of it. Eh? Mm. Yeah, so actually I've loved it. It's great. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I'm thinking about as you're, as you're sharing, um, for me, myself, yeah. and I think for many of the people listening, mm. we want to get better at listening to God. Mm. We want to get better at hearing Him speak to us as, as you're sharing. Do, can you give us any guidance? How, how can we... How can we really be listening well to the Holy Spirit speaking to us as you're describing? Give us your advice, <laughs> your wisdom. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but you know, God deals with the people differently. Mm. Yes. And it, the fact is, the way God speaks to me may not be the way God speaks to anybody who may be listening to me right now. Yeah. Though I guide you. Huh? Mm. Yeah, but the way God uh, handles me may mm. be different. 
but uh, I can't explain how I got this favor. Eh? I can't explain. But one of the things which I know is that one, I've believed in the Lord and I've believed on, on Him that He can speak to me. Eh? And I've, I have a belief in me that the devil does not have a power to speak to me. Eh? Mm. I've ruled it out. Mm. So now, uh, then I also have time. Actually, I have a time when I always tune to the Lord. Mm. I call it a silent moment. Okay. A silent moment. When I, 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 I want to have a silent night, mm. my phone is off. I don't put on a radio or a TV or any entertainment. Okay. I distach myself at the times even agree with my wife for us to have that silent moment, for us to listen from the Lord. Mm. And in most of the times, the Lord has ever met us. Mm. Then also we always get a prayer programs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, prayer programs as a family or me as an individual, especially if I have something which is tormenting my brain or I send something which I want to pray over, I lock myself somewhere and I pray. And the Lord has been gracious to me to reach me. Mm. Mm. So, so, so prayer mm -hmm. is one of it. Well, two, you, you need to believe in the Lord that the Lord speaks because there are some people who don't believe that God can speak to them. True. Have faith as long as you have believed in Jesus, then Jesus can speak to you. Then mm. thirdly, spare time. Have time to listen from the Lord. Those are very good. I really appreciate that. Now, <laughs> when you talk about number three, time, what kind of amount of time do you spend? Because, you know, for people listening, they don't know whether you mean spend time like 30 minutes or what, how long are you spending in prayer? In these times, okay. Um, however, I always have different programs for prayer. Uh, at times, I have a, a night prayer, one night's prayer. Hmm? When for the I, whole night, yes. When I've made a program to have a, a night prayer, it means if after I've taken supper, I then I begin with my prayer program. Mm -hmm. The only thing, I, my break is maybe to come out to help myself. <laughs> yeah. But all along I will be engaged. Either prayer or studying the word. Mm. Prayer, studying the word. Pray, study the word. And that is a night prayer. Mm. Yeah. For such a time. Then at the times when I have a night prayer, then the next night is for listening. Mm. Yes. This night is a night prayer. Then the next night is a night for listening from the Lord. Mm. Yeah. So uh, there is a day I set it for prayer, but there is a day I set for listening from the Lord. Okay. Mm. All of that is very interesting. Thank you for sharing about that. Good. Since we're watching our time here, let me jump to a new a new question. Okay. Um, I know that you also get excited when you see God using not only you, but when God is using your your people, your Christians in your church. Yes. Could you share with us any story that you can think of, of a time where you really saw how God was using Christians in your church to minister to other people? Wow, this is a blessing. This is a blessing. Uh, God has used our members in, uh, in the church in many different ways. Eh? One, in the a, in a side of deliverance, mm. there was a, 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 a sick person 
because we were we have cell groups. Yeah. One day there was a cell one cell group. They brought a sick person in a cell group, and the cell group leader and the members they prayed, and that person walked back mm. healthy. Mm. Yes, walked to delivered. Then in our church, we had a, a mission in Moroto. Okay. From Soroti to to Moroto is uh, more than 100 kilometers. Yeah. The other district. So we, we always we are we, we used to go to Moroto to minister every year once, and we have planted many churches in Karamoja region, many churches, and most of the Kajongs who are carrying guns, who are killing people on the way, who are cattle raiders, they have turned into salvation now, mm. and now there are churches there in Moroto which are called. The Otuchopi church. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they named them after your church here. <laughs> yes. Then on the side of cell groups, because cell groups is a small prayer team, uh, a small gathering which is conducted at the homes. Eh? Those cell groups we always see have celebrations, especially those the Christmas Christmas day, then uh, Easter. Mm. And such gatherings and celebrations, at the times they bring many believers and we share together, we pray, and we encourage one another with the word. Most of the people have gotten salvation into it. Mm. And then we always have programs like open air worship, okay. which used to attract people from different regions. Whenever they hear about open air worship, people travel even from their district to come to church mm. because they know in such and such a month there will be open air worship. Is that so, uh, the same or different as a crusade? Different. Different. Yes. Tell me the difference. <laughs> the difference with this one is open air worship is an evening that we, we shall, which we shall have worship. Eh? Mm. Just to worship. If it's if you are to be a preacher, then you have to spend less than twenty minutes, okay, or even ten. That must be hard for some of them. Yes, <laughs> but more of the session is to worship God, to give God glory, to mm. thank God for the great things He has done in our lives. So as you are coming to open air worship, then you must know I am not going to tell God, God, I'm sick, mm. God, I'm poor, God, I'm what? No. You only come to tell God, thank you for life, thank mm. you for health, thank you for eh? just th thanks mm. and to worship the Lord. That sounds great. Yes, and most of the people have gotten delivered into it. Even non-believers, they always come. So that has helped even people outside the church. Mm. Yes. Great. I think you need to invite me to one of those oh. next time. <laughs> that is it, when, they, when the lockdown is I lifted. love that idea of just focusing on adoring God and thanking God for who he is and what he's done. Yes. That's very great. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me um, take you back to those challenges you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that as a pastor, probably sometimes you get discouraged um, from different things that come up. When you get discouraged, what keeps you going? What, what makes you not give up instead of saying, uh, I'm done with being a pastor? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what keeps you going despite those challenges? There are things. One is a calling. Mm -hmm. A calling. Pastoral work is my calling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one. Then two, God encourages me. 
most of the times whenever i'm like broken down eh? mm. whenever i'm like i'm becoming weak i'm discouraged mm-hmm. the lord comes to encourage me either he comes to speak to me direct or he speaks to or he sends some messenger to me eh? to encourage me so that has ever helped me so much that's what, that's to then the third thing whenever i meet such challenges then there is something great the lord wants to do ahead of me yeah okay that is interesting um and one of the things i think is important when you so that you don't get too discouraged is also to rest mm. and maybe to do something fun once in a while is there anything that you like to do for fun or that you like to do at home when you're resting <laughs> when you're when you're not making bricks when you're not ministering <laughs> okay um one of the things which I, I, I used to like to like make fun or like uh, to rest eh? mm-hmm. is to play the thing they call a mueso. Eh? Oh, I, I know that one. It, eh? yeah. 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 So it's like uh, for our listeners, sort of like a board game. Yes. But you have yeah. to pick up the stones and. Yes, and put around. Oh. Are you quite good at that one? Yes. <laughs> actually, actually, before I got in, into salvation, that used to take much of my time, and I used to go to competitions. Ah. Mm. Now, I've heard different things from PAG pastors about such games. Mm. Uh, it seems like maybe some people don't think that Christians should play those games. What is your view? Yeah, um, for those who may dominate, eh? Uh, for me also I wouldn't support because there are those who go from morning to sunset okay, so when, when you're a pastor you have left your home you have left any productive activity which you have done you have left the flock mm. it can't work and some some of them they don't even work at the home they go and play that I condemn that but if it is like I've done this but I just want 30 minutes or one hour to mm-hmm. refresh my brain and to socialize with the people you see that yeah yeah I, for me i don't see i don't condemn that's good because i want to play w- with you sometime you can oh. invite me <laughs> i tried to learn once but the rules were very complicated i couldn't figure it out but i like that sometime you can you can teach me okay um another question along those lines um you know one of the things that can be fun is to learn something new yes to learn something new is there something that you really want to learn about maybe a certain topic in the bible or maybe there's a skill that you would really like to learn someday mm. is there something in your mind you say i really want to know how to do yes actually for me i like learning eh? mm. i like learning only that i'm limited mm. in some areas but there are many things which i want to learn mm. and get perfect on many but one give us one, some, the, yeah. one of the thing which I want to actually I was even supposed to have begun is driving driving a yes, vehicle yeah. yes I want to I want it so much mm. I even talked to some guy only that he did not get time to come to teach me mm-hmm. that's one then two I want to continue learning compute and perfect on it mm. and then uh, three I want to perfect on a uh, to study the issues of marriage Mm. that topic marriage okay yeah because that is one of the areas which i want to encourage church mm. to build the, the marriages okay yeah so those are the areas and and many others yeah that's good it's yeah. good to always have that desire to to learn more yeah um 
if if people who are listening maybe they have an interest to pray for you or to pray for your church Otuchopi PAG um, what kind of prayer requests would you give so that they know how to pray for the church or for your family oh wow 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 One, I would do. Okay, is it only one? Eh? You can you can give more than one. It's fine. <laughs> oh, okay, one prayer request I would do, ask uh, my friends to pray with us. Eh? Yes, that um, the members in the church would be would be. How do I say? You know, we are surrounded with the different denominations. Okay. And false doctrine always come wavering. Mm. So I want my friends to help us pray that the members in the church will be well rooted in the truth mm. of Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. That is actually the prayer which I would want to ask our friends to help me pray. Mm. May they remain in the truth of Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah. Then, of course, the other one also is that uh, we have begun many projects and we are, we are still moving on the incomplete projects. Mm. So let our friends pray with us that God gives us the grace to complete these projects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what about for your, your, yourself or for your family? Mm, something even in my family, we have also begun some projects eh, which we need the... Uh, the hand of the Lord to help to help us accomplish. Mm. Yes, so help us pray with us that God gives us and God guides us to accomplish this project which we have begun as a family. Yeah, to see how to stabilize the family. And then the second thing is that may the grace of the Lord help us as a family to fulfill the calling of the Lord mm. perfectly. Okay. Yes. Very good. I think we're basically out of time, so I just want to end by giving you a chance to share anything else you might want our listeners to hear. Maybe you want to say something you want them to know about the Christians in Uganda. Maybe there's something you want to encourage the the North Americans who are listening. I don't know, but is there anything that you would last like to share with them? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what I would want to share with the, my friends from North America is to encourage them to continue in salvation. Mm -hmm. The journey is tough sometimes, but the Bible says those will endure till the end. Mm -hmm. Not to stop on the way, not to do a, a half work, eh? mm -hmm. but up to the end. Mm -hmm will be saved. Mm. So I want to encourage our friends uh, to continue in salvation. Mm. Then the second thing I would want to encourage our friends from North America, I want to invite them. <laughs> 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 if they get it, they come and praise, they come and jump with us here and they see uh -huh. how we jump from here. <laughs> if there would be a way for me to connect my service with them, they would see how we clap our hands from here. <laughs> That is beautiful. <laughs> that yeah. is it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Eyadu, I think we've reached the end of our time. I know that the, the Christians who are listening are going to be praying for you and your family and your church. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing all these good things with us about your life, about your church. And I know for me, there's things I'm taking from this that I will reflect on that are helpful to my life. And I know for the listeners as well. So thank you very much. Thank you.
Thank you, Reverend. All right. And the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen.